What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. The place where we invite real people to talk about their journey on social media. We'll dig deep into the mindset it takes to be yourself, create massive value, and do it over and over again. This could be the episode that changes your business and life for the better. So let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. I'm so excited because uh, if, if you're listening and you think you've ever had an excuse that was deserving of keeping you from doing something you should be doing. I'm about to let my guest squash the poo out of any excuse you ever think has been good enough because (laughs) my, my next guest, Ember Thompson, Ember, I'm so excited that you're here. You, you, you are a real estate killer. (laughs) But you Thank look you. just so innocent and sweet, and you're a mom of how how many kids do y'all have? Six kids. Six kids. And so, guys, here, here I want to keep this very simple. Not only does she have six kids, but she has multiple children that have some sort of special needs. Yep. And and so you talk about a crazy life. And all the reasons in the world as to why you shouldn't be successful, you've got them. And if, on you how you use, look at it. and if you chose to use them, your friends would go, Amber, that's okay. Of, of course you don't want to make calls. Of course you don't want to do a video. Of course you don't. Like your life's crazy. It's chaotic. It's busy, right? Mm-hmm. But you fight through all of those quitting points. And you you just found out you were number seven in your entire company. Your, your GCI ended up being, what'd you say? 211,000? 211 for 2020. Yep. And uh, you told me weeks ago that it was like 145. So yeah, apparently I can't do math. <laughs> so guys, she is so busy. She made over 60K more than she thought she did because she just doesn't even have time to count her money. So, and you've done all of this just organically through social media. Yes. It's all social media. Yep. And so Ember... Give us first, just give us a quick 30 second. Who are you? And and then let's just dig into what you're doing on social media that that's allowed for this incredible impact to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. So um, like you said, I am a wife and mom of six children. Uh, I live here in the Dallas Metroplex and uh, on the east side. And so way uh, over there. Yeah, 40. So uh, been in real estate now for almost seven years, licensed in Texas, but really out of those seven years due to like all of our kids and stuff, probably only like actively full time practicing for about three to four of those years. Um, and yeah, last year I just made a decision that I was going to make top 10. I work for Mike Music Realty, which is a high powered broker. Mike yes, Disney. love Mike. So grateful for everything. That's how I met Kyle too. Yep. So thanks, Mike. Yep. Um, 
But uh, yeah, our company is just fierce. Like when I started with Mike uh, almost four years ago, there were 30 or so agents. We now have over a hundred. And so that alone uh, has intensified the competition. But then also this year, uh, this is the first year, every single one of our top 10 people is well into the six figures. So just a very, very competitive, high powered group of people that I'm very blessed to be a part of. And uh, grateful that God has given me the grace to to do it all. (laughs) Come on. And so- so you, uh, inside of all of that competitiveness, you've got a, a, a wild home life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, anybody that has more than two kids is just psychotic in some form or fashion. Basically. And, uh, yeah. and you tripled it. So you are just an <laughs> overachiever in every sense of the word. So what, what was the big change for you last year that just said, man, I, I've been playing it safe or I just haven't been going as hard as I could. Like what changed for you? So last year we do our annual awards thing, which is what we had a couple days ago. And last year at this time we had that awards ceremony. And I was just like, that was my first year. 2019 was kind of my first year that I had been doing it really full time and going after it. And I had a good year. My GCI, um, even I only ended up working about seven months out of the year and I still had, you know, about 80 in GCI. So I was like, yeah. okay, this is yeah, my foundation. Sure. But yep. next year I'm going for it and I want, I'm making top 10. I just, I'm doing it. I should be in the top 10. I have the ability to do it. And, you know, now I've, we finally had a, a support system in place to allow me to work full time. So I made a promise to myself and a goal that I would make top 10. Uh, and literally two weeks later, COVID hit. And, Come on. <laughs> and so it was crazy. So our kids, we have multiple children, like you said, with special needs. And so, um, our kids are immune compromised. So COVID for us is a absolute screeching halt of all life activities, uh, immediate transition to permanent homeschool. Uh, just a lot, a lot happened for us. Um, and we lost our childcare. And so in the midst of all of that, uh, I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to go after it as hard as I can. I don't know if I'm going to make top 10, but I'm going to leave it on the field and, and leave it up to God. He'll take care of me. Yeah. And, um, and I just found out two days ago that worked out. <laughs> but, so, so all, so all of this happens, right? You, and you chose social media as, as kind of one of your pillars to get where yeah. you wanted to go. And so inside of that, like what, what activity did you begin participating in inside of social that you felt helped you the most? So I had already been building on social um, just by nature of how my life is. I can't really do a heavy buyer client uh, load on my caseload, I guess you could say. Sure. And so uh, I focused heavily on listings on all of my marketing and I had already been doing social, but we built a home and moved into a neighborhood that has a very act or two very active Facebook groups. And so I had been getting clients left and right from Facebook, but, you know, incrementally. And I just decided, you know what, like we, our house is complete. We moved into the neighborhood. I was gaining more relationships in the area and decided this is, you know, I just need to go all in on that uh, that venue. And so I started doing uh, a little, a sampled a little bit from like Frank Kern, uh, intent-based branding okay. and did some video and stuff that Mike had passed some training on to me from, cause he works directly with Frank Kern. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so I'd started doing that as like paid Facebook ads. Um, and it worked really well. I think it lended 
linked to my credibility, but really where the rubber met the road for me was those Facebook groups, just being able to build relationships in the community with people I haven't even met yet and did it via video, uh, heavy video. <laughs> so, so talk to us about like, what did the content in those groups look like that you were putting in there? So depends on the group, but for our, where I'm grateful that the groups that I'm in are very supportive of the business owners that live in our community. So they do allow for advertising if you live there. Um, okay. But I don't want to spam people to death. Of course, sure. there's like 20 agents in my neighborhood already. And some of which who used to post very frequently on the page. Now most of them do not because I post so much. <laughs> but uh, uh-huh. but uh, And they're all good agents, by the way, like no hate. But, uh, but I just, for me, like, my content is very heavy focused on just building value and building relationships um, and letting the, I guess my mindset is if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in my social media stuff, it, I don't really ever have to sell very hard when I do get the opportunity to meet them in person. Uh, And I've gotten to the point now where when I go on listing appointments, they, I mean, when I come in the door, they're like, we don't want to interview anyone else. We're not going to work with anyone else. We want to work with you. Do you have space for us? (laughs) And so, so, so try to break that down. Like if, if you're, if a, if a new agent's listening to to this podcast, which they will be, and they hear you say that, and that sounds awesome. I'd love to walk into a listing presentation and they go, oh yeah, you don't need to present anything. Like, where do I sign? Like, (laughs) how are you doing content different to allow that to be the result than you see a lot of realtors doing? So I think the most digestible format for a new agent starting out that would want to try to adopt that ethic would be to essentially, I I pay extremely close attention to what my competition is doing and their marketing. And I basically just completely do a 180 in the other direction from that. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I know what all of my competitors offer. I know all their personalities. Most of them I've met and had coffee with and we have good relationship and all of that. But I make it my business to know how to differentiate myself from them in a way that doesn't sound like I'm disparaging them or like backbiting and competing. Um, And so a lot like there's one particular agent who does a lot of um, like lower commission, lower cost, you know, savings type of stuff. And um, that's, you know, that's one way to do the business. For me, I focus heavily on uh, like the VIP experience. So I'm right now, I kind of have a niche of um, they don't even have to lift a finger to move. I take care of everything for them. um, And I've developed essentially a USP, a unique service proposition that just differentiates myself. Um, I have learned from Mike. One of the things that kind of drives me nuts and also drives Mike nuts is when you ask an agent, what's different about you? Uh, what, you know, what do you do differently than every other agent out there? And they inevitably, they almost always answer, I take really good care of my clients uh-huh. <laughs> or something yeah. like that, which is true. We, but, and as Mike would say, he's like, that's the basic expectation. Everyone right. should be taking care of their clients. Yeah. So tell me what is actually unique about you that nobody else it can do. What yeah. are you doing that sets you apart? And so I lean really heavily into that. A lot of that for me is my personality, uh, my call to ministry, my heart yeah. for the community, uh, my family, and you know just our life and the story that we're living. Um, those are things that 
my competition cannot duplicate. Yep. And so I just do everything, every piece of marketing, every piece of content that I put out, I'm thinking through the lens of how can I do something that nobody else is doing in a way no one else is doing it that is going to mean something to people. I love that. Yeah. And, and so how do you stay, you know, this is called the social media mindset, right? So we're talking about mindset to do social media. Well, and you already said it, like most of my competitors stop posting in there because I post so often. How do you fight through the struggle of, ugh, I just don't feel like posting today or this week or even this, or this month, right? Like yeah. how do you fight through feeling like that? Um, so I kind of take a two way approach to that. So okay. one is just strictly numbers. I know like, cause I've been doing it enough now. I know that for me, if I do two pieces of video content a week and a certain number of static images or posts per week, and this is, I mean, like I have it done to a science and I know that if I do that, I'll have more business than I can even keep up with. Yeah. Um, so it's just stupid for me not to, because I've already worked my tail off to get to this place. So why would I let my momentum die out? Yep. Um, so that's one part of it for me. The other part, and of course that helps me keep accountable to my family and, and my goals and all that. But the other part of it is that I don't, because I rarely ever have a call to action on my stuff. I don't, it's very, I almost never feel like I am annoying people. Um, no. or bothering them or that I don't have something valuable to say because I'm not asking for anything from them ever. I'm only bringing, I mean, it's so rare that I ever even ask. I'm usually just saying, Hey guys, I love you so much. Hey, here's some information I heard about the neighborhood or here's something you might want to remember. And, you know, if you have questions, I'm here anytime, but I'm like, I'm never asking things from them. So it just makes it, it, it almost makes it, um, so consistent with the, my heart and my calling that it yeah. doesn't feel like I'm, I so, have to do something I don't want so to do. So Ember, hold up for a sec. You're telling me that what so many real estate coaches say, which is like, if, if you don't have a call to action, like, what are you even doing? Right. You're telling me that you got to $211,000 in GCI without doing hardly any call to actions on your, on your social media. In, in the context of a Facebook neighborhood group, yes. So on my paid Incredible. ads and stuff like that, sure. I do, I do so, call to action. But in that, in that environment, everybody, all, like I said, I do whatever my competitors aren't doing. All of yep. my competitors are like, call me, call me, call me, call me. List your house with me. List your house with me. And yep. it's annoying. And Come I, on. <laughs> and I feel like people, I, it's hard for us as agents to hear this, but I really don't think people give a crap about how many houses you sell or what you do until it's time for them to sell their house. Woo. So until Man. it's that time, if you're telling them, call me, call me, call me, you're driving them up a freaking wall. Yeah. And they're like, oh, like I don't, you know, you're turning people off in my opinion. And it makes everything it. centered around you as the person instead of what am I bringing to this community? What am I bringing to, you know, this, this, you know, neighborhood that's of value because me selling houses brings no value to this neighborhood. It doesn't. I am, I am so glad that you said it and I didn't have to. So you get to <laughs> be the bad like guy today. <laughs> oh no, I say it all the time. I'm just glad somebody else chose to say it. So I didn't have to go, 
Guys, remember, nobody gives a crap about any of your they houses. Don't. They don't yeah. care. No. And what's fun about it too is that now people have people I don't even know that I have like never met because we moved here uh, and then COVID hit like three months later. So I've had basically zero opportunity to meet people in yeah. person because we've been on lockdown. And yet these people feel like they know me. They are defensive of me. <laughs> they, they message me when they hear about other agents disparaging me. Oh wow! <laughs> and I'm like, they don't even know me, but because, but they're like, we love the way that you love this community, and we love how much that you care about people, mm. and um, that bond that's there. I mean, whether another agent outsells me or not, I don't really care because yeah. I'm not here. I tell the community regularly in my Facebook. Uh, both in the videos and my static images and all of that other stuff, I'm constantly reminding them that what I do is so much bigger than just real estate. I don't want to be known for just yeah. real estate. Um, so it works really so well. good. So good. And, and really what it comes down to is right. The biblical reference of you started planting seeds. Yes. And then you kept watering those seeds and those seeds first turned into roots, right? Which make you a staying force in those groups. Yes. And now you just reap the harvest. Yeah. And yeah. this is what most realtors don't get because they wake up every day just thinking they have to go hunt something yeah. as opposed to investing in planting something. Yes. Which yeah. is what you've done at such a high level. Yeah. I can go into like mindset wise for me, the way I look at it is about... I don't know, three years ago or so I decided to, cause I write a business plan every year. Of course I have goals and all of that stuff. But three years ago, I went away from writing any income goals. Um, I don't write GCI goals ever. And the reason for that is I just feel, I, I feel that it's important in my life to acknowledge that real estate is not my provider. God is my provider. And yeah. I don't ever want to live or operate my business in a way that's like, oh, I got to get those dollars. <laughs> like, because right. I, I don't live in a scarcity mindset and I want no. to build everything in my life in alignment with that. And so for that reason, I write goals for how many units I want to do. And I leave the commission up to God and He takes care of me. Every single year I've done since I started doing that, my business has doubled every single year. Incredible. And it's just, you know, when you're blessing people and you're focused on, how you can impact people and be, you know, minister to them and love them well and serve them well and just pursue excellence. Then all of that crap that gets yeah. into your mind, it doesn't have a place to go because you're focused yeah. on other things. Well, and I, I love the way you said that because it's not that people that make GCI goals are bad, right? Well, it's, not at all. But, but yeah. guys, you've got to give yourself permission to set goals that fuel you. Yes. Right. Because there's probably coaches out there that would go, Ember, if you don't set a GCI goal, how are you going to, you know, like, how do you know how many people are so close minded to like, the only way to do business is the way I know how to do business. Yeah. And so you gave yourself permission to do it your way in a way that you believe honors the Lord and, yeah. and serves your family and the community and, and you're reaping the, the rewards of, of that faithfulness, which is yeah. incredible. And so let's end it like this. For the realtor out there, or or really any entrepreneur that would be listening to this, that that's struggling, and 
they they've never truly given social media the opportunity it deserves in their business, but they're stuck. Like, what would your advice be to them to 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 get started? Find your fire. You know, you have to find your fire. Find what what you're passionate about. But more importantly than that, if you don't know who you are, who your identity is, much not just in real estate, but who God's called you to be, you will have such a hard time and you'll struggle with your significance and your consistency in your marketing. If you are in, living in a place where you feel like you have to respond to everything that all the other people, all the other agents are doing in the market, you're watering down the, who you are. And you're confusing or you're like, you're basically diluting your juice. <laughs> like, Come on. So good. You can't, you can't get people to buy into you if you're giving them a different message every time that you're in front of them. So you've got to know who you are and just be unapologetic about that. Come on. that That's going to be the title of this episode is don't, don't dilute your juice. Yeah. I have, I tell my kids all the time. I'm like, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea and that's okay. Don't yeah. change your tea. Like God made that tea the flavor he wanted it. <laughs> Come on. I, I just bought a t-shirt that it hasn't got mailed to me yet, but it says, be you, they'll adjust. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like I make no sense whatsoever by any real estate textbook in the world. No sense. <laughs> I love it. And And that's what keeps you more competitive than everyone else because most people will never be able to copy what you do. Because it's unique, it's unique to you. Yeah. Right. Well, it's, it's a blessing to get to. I think that's the thing is, you know, I'm in a place now where, you know, probably two years ago I woke up and I was like, I could literally wave a magic wand and pick anything else in the world if I wanted to. And I would not change a thing. I love what I do that much. And I just feel like, you know, I'm so well aligned with, you know, where I'm at that, uh, with what God wants me to do. That yeah. it, I, everything is a privilege. I get to work with my clients. I get to do social media. I get to impact my community and make money while I do it. Cause really yes. it's a ministry that I happen to get paid to do. That's it. That's so yeah. good. So Ember, how do people get, get, a, if somebody listens and they're like, man, I want this lady to coach me <laughs> or, or jump on a zoom with me or love on me or help me. Like, how can people get a hold of you? How can they follow your journey? What does that look like? Yeah. So um, I'm telling myself that I'm going to do TikTok, but I haven't done it yet. Well, so what's your TikTok. handle? What, what's uh, that it's, handle? It's my realtor Ember. So okay. um, my realtor E-M-B-E-R okay. on TikTok. Uh, don't hold me to that. because. <laughs> oh, it's, <laughs> it's on a podcast now. So it's now, yeah, no it's pressure. permanent. Um, and then obviously Facebook, um, add me as a Facebook friend. I still have room in my friends list. Not like you, <laughs> so, uh, Ember Thompson on Facebook. Um, uh, you can always, uh, you can call me or text me 214-984-2200, uh, email me Ember Thompson realtor at gmail.com. Um, Ember Thompson realtor on, as my Facebook business page, I'm there. <laughs> You're there. Yep. Ember, I, thank you so much. For, Thank you. For this is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. I hope it helps some people. <laughs> it, it absolutely will. And, uh, and so guys, thank you for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. We'll be back again soon with another incredible guest with another amazing story. See ya. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If this episode made an impact, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and talking about it on social media. Go make a difference, and we'll see you soon.